Happy Holidays! My name is Emmanuel and I will be your host. Here with me, I have Francine and Daniel on the pro side and Sydney and I on the con side. Today we will be discussing a serious topic. This podcast will talk about homelessness and whether we should do more as fellow citizens to help them or not. From the pro side, Francine and Danielle will discuss how we should do more to help the homeless because it leads to poorer health status, it affects academic success, and positive life outcomes. And more families are becoming at risk of homelessness because they can't afford their housing incomes. On the con side of this argument is Sydney and I, who uncovered truth about helping the homeless and how in helping them our country is digging themselves into a hole which they will soon be unable to climb out of. Homelessness has become a widespread issue that not only Americans face, but countries all around the world too. It is a problem that seems to worsen throughout the years as more and more people are falling into it. Almost everywhere you go, you can see homeless people on the streets, which can cause disturbances to the public. We begin to wonder if we should do something to help them or not. Some may say that there are too many homeless people in the world to be able to help each and every person on the streets. Therefore, it will not make a difference or impact on those who need food and a home. Others may say that most of their support come from volunteer work and funding programs that help homelessness to get a permanent home and get them back onto their feet. The question we are all asking is if more should be done to help them or is there enough already being done? Let's start off by hearing what people from the pro side have to say about this issue. Hello, this is Danielle. According to the United States Department of Housing and Urban Development, any given night in 2016, there were more than 550,000 people who were homeless and another 7 million at risk because of unemployment rates and the burden of high housing costs. If nothing is done to lessen these numbers, there is a great chance we could all be at risk in the near future. This topic has touched the hearts of my partner and I as we continuously see people who are going through these situations just right out of our own homes. Some believe that it is impossible to end the chain of homelessness because there is a great amount of people to care for, but we believe that if we can't end it, we could at least resist the population of homelessness from growing. Homelessness leads to poor health status in which their health problems require proper care that are not often met. Homeless PACT RN care manager Weber JJ reported the barriers to obtaining health care and prescription medications among homeless people. They reported that people were unable to pay, there was a lack of transportation, excessive waits, and most didn't know where to obtain the care. We must remember that these people are just like us and nobody deserves to not be cared for when when they need it the most. Homeless students face significant barriers to their academic success and positive life outcomes. These homeless students are exposed to adverse life experiences like becoming a victim of violence, experiencing sexual abuse, and having inadequate caregivers. This is Francine, and I would like to add. In one study by an associate professor in the School of Psychology program of the University of Arizona, Michael L. Swalski, 84% of Homeless youth screened positive for childhood, physical, and or sexual abuse, and 72% of these students reported that they were still affected by their traumatic experiences a year later. These students have the opportunity to get an education, but teachers should support them when times get rough so it wouldn't affect their studies. Additionally, Christine Vestal, staff writer of State Line, states, 
families spending their income on housing instead of necessities is putting them at risk of homelessness. Due to this, nearly 700 homeless families in Massachusetts are living in hotels at state expense because emergency shelters are full. This problem suggests that not being able to afford a house to live in can easily put families at risk of becoming homeless. These lives should be helped and supported by other people because it raises the awareness of problems of shelter and health that they face every day. This is Sydney from the opposing side. The progression of homelessness is far too rapid for us to be able to combat it efficiently without putting the U.S. into more debt. Funding more programs for housing would not decrease or make an impact of how many people need a home or food to eat. The high prices of housing are causing people to become homeless even if they try to pay for rent. The increases in rent make it difficult to keep up. On the GoGale database, we were able to find information on why homelessness is so widespread and other reasons why it is ever-growing. Others have found a place with friends or relatives or are paying so much for housing that they are forced to go to food banks and feed their households. Emergency shelter space wouldn't solve those types of problems. We can't be the alternative to housing. Apart from not being able to have enough funds, there's just not enough resources to go around to help everyone that is homeless. The New York Times investigated how much money we had invested as a whole $1 billion had been given to fund programs for the homelessness. That was not enough to make a dent on the amount of homeless people on the street as well as there is not enough soup kitchens and beds for all of them to have food and house for the night. In funding these programs, we never question how these nonprofit organizations could actually profit off of people who are funding these programs. On governing.com, they mention how if these programs are successful in achieving the goals that they want to, the investors stand to make a profit from it. There is something wrong in standing to profit from investing in an organization who wants to help homeless people now. Every business just wants to make money. Back to you, Francine. People tend to have a negative outlook whenever they see homeless people on the streets because they always assume that they don't deserve to be helped. On the contrary, there are those that argue that instead of funding more on programs, we should lower housing costs. However, there are ways to reduce homelessness other than reducing housing costs. Because even if we lower housing costs, there are still people who can't afford it. In the article, Investment in affordable housing is the best way to end homelessness. Researcher Martha Burt observed data on homeless service use that shows there will be a continual flow of people falling into homelessness if there are no efforts in considerable prevention. Instead of building more emergency shelters, Congress should increase funding for programs that help prevent homelessness, which should focus on ensuring people stay in housing or provide assistance for household expenses, retail assistance, and other housing services for those who don't have a home. Lowering housing 
costs would therefore not be helpful for people who don't have a home to begin with. So th these services would be dependable for people who are able to get back into housing. Secondly, there are enough, enough resources for it to be possible to provide for everyone who is homeless, but they are, they are assuming that there isn't enough to help the homeless because they haven't yet seen a great progress. In fact, there is an increasing ex access to resources for the homelessness due to the community's approach of investing in innovative solutions. According to Philip Mangono, an executive director of the U.S. Interagency Council on Homelessness, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, HUD, found that the number of people experiencing homelessness represented a decrease of 52,000 or nearly 30 percent. Additionally, more than 500 communities from coast to coast are partnered with more than 350 plans to end homelessness in 10 years. Due to the administration and Congress annual record investments, there is a visible result that is a difference is being made. In relation to the investing in initiatives that start to end homelessness, others would believe that nonprofit organizations can take advantage of raising money from those in need of it. They are emphasizing that non-profit organizations are taking money from homelessness and are assuming that all nonprofit organizations make money off the people in need. However, most organizations actually support the homelessness by having people volunteer and do other events to make people who are homeless do not feel lonely. Megan O'Neill, who wrote, Charity Gets Wealthy People to Sleep on the Street to Forge Ties with the Homeless and Raise Money, states that the nonprofit organization Convenient House raises funds to provide shelter services to young people in 27 cities in Los Angeles, while participants join a sleepout in their area. The success of this event has raised $5.2 million dollars nationwide, according to the Covenant House spokesman Tom Manning. This event has satisfied their group's mission by having their peer-to-peer -peer fundraising along with an eye-opening experience on what it is like to live in the conditions that homeless people face. Homelessness is a serious issue affecting many people around the world, no matter their age, and more should be done to stop this population from growing. For one of many reasons, it leads to poor health status and their health problems require proper care that are not met. These are also homeless students facing significant barriers to their academic success and positive life outcomes. These homeless students are exposed to adverse life experiences like becoming a victim of violence, experiencing sexual abuse, and having inadequate caregivers. Additionally, families spend their income on housing instead of necessities, which is putting them at risk of homelessness. Some might ask themselves, how is helping the homeless beneficial to us? Helping out the homeless will not only help them out, but also make us feel like better people. They should be helped and supported because it could prevent them from facing problems of shelter and health, as well as keeping less homeless people off the streets. As humans, we all have our own problems to deal with, but to imagine someone not being able to have a roof over the, your head is something we all should never have to experience. Next time you encounter a homeless person, we should encourage you to take some time to learn more about their story instead of creating your own judgment or maybe even give them a chance to start anew because it will help them get out of this difficult stage in their life. What do you think, Sydney? 
There are millions of homeless people on the street and they do have medical issues, but all of this could have been prevented if they have been better informed on what services they could have used to get the medical attention that they need, as well as how they could have received all these benefits for free. According to PBS, about 44 million people in the country have no health insurance and another 38 million have inadequate health insurance. Citizens having inadequate health care say they stay away from going to get help because they also believe that it would be too expensive. But as long as they are able to find the proper insurance, they would have never ended up homeless. A lot of the homeless population is younger people, but some of them have chosen to live on the streets. Now we are categorizing people who go through domestic abuse will be more likely to end up on the streets. This may or may not be true, but there is always the option of therapy which can aid younger population to overcome their traumatic experiences. This is especially true with high school relationships with the reported 1.5 million high school students nationwide experience physical abuse from a dating partner in a single year. Then again, this is not the only source of why people become homeless, but something that does directly impact us is the amount taxpayers' money goes to towards aiding programs for the homeless. It has been estimated by some studies have found that leaving a person to remain chronically homeless costs taxpayers as much as $30,000 to $50,000 per year. Now this is a lot of money that goes into funding programs and at some point we have to recognize that we cannot help everyone on the streets, that this is just a big black hole that we are pouring our own money into. The best option is to set a limit on the amount that taxpayer money will go towards homeless programs but not invest any more money that is needed. We'd rather use that money going towards something that will directly benefit the taxpayer. The government and states have already invested enough money. Over $1 billion had been committed to help combat homelessness, only so that those $1 billion could help a portion of people while small became homeless, as well as a handful of people are also ending up on the streets since they are unable to pay for their rent, since prices keep increasing but their wages don't. So the problem here we should be directing ourselves towards is not helping the homeless, putting our efforts towards those people who are at risk becoming homeless, this way we can stunt the growth of homelessness in communities. The opposing side may not be aware of the fact that investors can actually benefit from the nonprofit organizations who are trying to help people and morally that is fine with us. The, these organizations were created to help people and instead others are using them as a method to increase their wealth. Homelessness will persist in our communities and money will continue to be added to more fund more programs for the homeless, but the rate that people are becoming homeless is not something we will ever be able to completely solve with just money. Okay, thank you both sides. Valid arguments were made on each side, was able to present evidence that refuted each other's evidence. Thank you to all our listeners who tuned in this week's podcast. We discussed a fairly heavy topic regarding homelessness and if we should do more to aid them or impede more money to going to programs to help the homeless. We appreciate your time and constant support and we will catch you on the next one.